Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my friends. Today, I think I'm going to talk about patience. Patience. You know, it's something that we're always told that we should have more of and that it's a virtue. And it's also something that most of us struggle with. You know, we want gratification. We want what we want and we want it now. And I think we also want to be what we want to become fast, as fast as we possibly can to already be there, to already have accomplished whatever the heck it is that we want to do. Being patient doesn't feel natural all of the time. But I wonder for myself, are there moments where being patient is natural? And in talking last time about Miss Mabel, about my feral cat and how we came to be friends, I find that patience is natural with her and that interacting with this wild creature really fostered this, this peace with the time that it takes for things to happen and to flow with life and the opportunities that showed up whenever they did. Because when you're interacting with nature and you're trying to build this relationship with a creature that, you know, has its own life, its own whim, doesn't speak your language, and you don't get to control when it shows up, you really have to be present and notice and keep your eyes and your ears open to go, Hey, is this animal here today? What's happening in my yard? How can I make my presence known to her and put out an invitation for her to come visit me? And how can I, you know, make that interaction pleasant for both of us and encourage this to grow? And just by the very nature of what it is, there was such a sense of time slowing down in those moments and building patience in me that I don't think I see in most areas of what I would call like my modern life existence, when I feel like I'm interacting, you know, with the digital world, with TV, with social media, with business, there's this push to have a goal and accomplish it. And it seems to me like the timeframe for what we allow the process to take just seems to compress shorter and shorter all the time. So how much can you get done in this hour in 30 minutes? How much can you transform your life or change in just this moment? And the irony of this is that when we're trying to cram all this transformation into an hour, it feels overwhelming and ridiculous and impossible. And yet actual transformation happens in an instant, but we just have to be present enough to experience that instant. And when we're pushing and being impatient, we kind of miss it. And we have to go back and do it again. And 
I am reminded actually of my mentor, my, um, my apprenticeship teacher, Adam, when I was learning to tattoo, telling me that the instinct is always to rush through filling in color because you know how you're going to do it. You know, the technique and you want to just hurry and fill in that space. He's like, but when you rush, it takes twice as long because there's gaps. You've not filled in the complete color in the skin and it can damage the skin. You're going to have to just come back on a different day so as not to, you know, poke too many holes in someone. Right. So going slower is actually faster. And he didn't call it patience. He just said, you know, going slower will actually be faster. It'll be neater. It'll be cleaner. You'll have less to correct or clean up later. And it's really true. That wisdom happens in moments where we're actually present and in the moment. So when I was tattooing, I'm I'm imagining, okay, I have a color fill that I need to do. Maybe it's a cartoon or something or a red heart. And I have the color and I'm wanting to fill in this whole area of skin. If I can get kind of in that creative zone and allow myself to feel what is the tattoo machine doing? What's this person skin like? What's the texture of it? How fast do I need to move in order to really fill, to fill the area on the skin to cause the least amount of pain? How are they breathing? Am I moving up and down with them? If I'm able to become in that moment present, time kind of falls away. And at the end of an hour, yes, you've accomplished so much more than if in those moments, you're just focusing on what's the next color I have to do, or what's the next thing that I need to think about or create. I think so much of impatience is us wanting to speed ahead to the next thing. This desire we have to have already done everything or to accumulate as many experiences as possible. And we're thinking about the next one before this one's even over. It's kind of a very Buddhist and Zen concept, I guess, to understand that this causes suffering. It causes us to miss out on our moments. And when we actually slow down, it's okay. I have noticed over this last several months when the world pretty much shut down and went into lockdown 2020 that for myself and my husband, my family, and so many of my friends, rather than feeling burdened by this, it was this big sigh of relief that suddenly there was no push to have to rush around anymore. We didn't have to drive, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour into work and out of work each day. And that in a weird way, like bought us so much time. That's how people would say it. Like it's bought me so much time. I'm like, okay, it gained you a lot of time. How much time we put into getting places and rushing around doing things Uh, There was this sense of spaciousness for those of us fortunate enough that we're able to figure out how to work from home. There's the sense of enjoyment in the spaces that we create around ourselves, this ability to tap into what we love and what 
what we've chosen to surround ourselves with. And for some of us, I think we found, wow, we didn't surround ourselves with very good things, or we had too much clutter or not enough of what we really wanted and a lot of what we didn't want. But suddenly it was in our face and we had nowhere to go. So we saw it. And there's this sense of having more time, more space, more patience to sort it out. As I reconnected with many friends around the world, just now, just past Christmas, we were reflecting on this year and all of the growth and the change that it brings. And so many of us, all of us were thinking, even with the difficulties, even with the challenges of this year of having to figure things out in ways we hadn't before and moving things online and switching the way we do business and finding new ways to take care of our children and our families and our health. All of us were so grateful for this pause. And most of us had found it to be like the greatest gift. And we were so thankful, not for the sickness, not for people that we care about suffering, but in our own personal lives, this opportunity for a deeper breath to be able to find, to find a moment where the world is not demanding that we have to do more and recognizing how much we've all taken and internalized that idea of having to do more in order to be happy, to be appreciated, all of that. And recognizing that that can fall away and what's actually important is exactly what's around you. It's yourself, it's your health, it's your ability to relate to your family and friends. Those things are important. And how do we set that up? And how do we set the stage to really nurture those connections? So many of us, our connections to our pets, to our children, have altered completely over the last year that we have more time and we have such an opportunity for joy in that connection. But in order to be present and to have done that, there was a lot that we sacrificed. And I think there's a real sense of grief that is real that we all experience around this, this grief of what we thought we were going to accomplish, of what we thought we were going to prove to the world, this confusion around do we get to even keep this pace if we like it? Some of us really crave more, and that's absolutely good and true too. I certainly, God, I can't wait to go hug people in person and go out and not be afraid of, you know, touching something that might get me sick or kill someone that I love. Like that's such a terrifying thing. So we have this simultaneous experience of terror combined with hope and combined with the slowdown and appreciation. Really what I'm saying is we have a lot of feelings, right? We have so many feelings, but we have the space to feel them. If we're choosing to tap into that right now, there is absolutely this opportunity when no one's looking over your shoulder constantly. For those of us in particular that have worked from home or chosen to work from home, those of us who were, you know, working from afar anyway or working remotely, when no one's watching, when you're able to set things up in the way that works for you, 
that you can start to build these routines that can either be very supportive for yourself or not. And to learn how to communicate with others about what you need and what you want without them necessarily being right in your face. So what if we took this opportunity of having so much time, or at least a different sense of time that we're experiencing now, and we were able to have patience with ourselves and really appreciate that we have this opportunity to change our entire way of approaching the world. And it really starts through how we approach ourselves and how we give ourselves compassion and allow ourselves the space to feel everything that we're feeling. Just like when you're taming a wild cat and you're sitting out there and you just know that this is going to take the time it takes. What if we're able to look at our lives right now and say, my life is taking the time that it takes and it might take me a while to get it right to understand what right is for me, but it's okay because I'm doing it and I already know what I enjoy and I already know what started to work out better for me this year than in years past. And I've been given extreme clarity on what isn't working so well for me also. And that's a gift. So I'd like to leave you with that thought that Patience might not be a natural experience for most of us most of the time, but it kind of happens to us in the pauses. And if we can take this particular pause, this long breath that we've all been taking collectively as humanity over this last year and start with ourselves and say, how can I be fully present for me? for what I'm feeling, for what I'm desiring, for what I want to create, and let that have room to expand and grow so that I can find out what I don't know about myself and give myself the opportunity to become something even more exciting than what I find now. I imagine that we'll all be able to create something pretty magnificent and that we will have such an opportunity to share with each other and that we can start creating these opportunities to share as the year is coming together, as we're moving through the pandemic, as we're starting to see, you know, vaccines rolled out and people hopefully getting healthier and stronger and able to interact more and more. I would love to see humanity really, you know, being able to give each other that hug and lift each other up and to have the patience for each other that we need to have for ourselves. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me this week, and I appreciate your experience and your thoughts, your feelings, and your ideas on what patience is and what it gives us, and ways that we might be able to cultivate more of it even when we feel impatient and we want to have more or do more or be more. What is it like for you? Please hit me up, send me an email. You can always reach me at blaze at blazeschwaller.com. I love to hear from you and I love responding to all of your thoughts and ideas. Thanks so much. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.